0: with love hosted by Gina Mendoza a new podcast on expert channel expert channel is an international online media solution for thought leaders business owners brands and organizations that want to build an impactful profitable business Gina Mendoza, I'm a clinical exercise physiologist and a dance practitioner, and I'm also author of Weight Loss with Love. And I'm here to talk about that, to continue talking about that, on this series I'm doing on Expert Channel TV. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about emotional eating, which I'm sure many of us have heard about. Emotional eating. What really is that. Now there's an interesting thing when it comes to emotional eating and the fact is that eating is is supposed to be an emotional experience of itself and I did mention this in an earlier episode that there's the difference between emotional eating and eating emotionally. Food is one of the great pleasures of life. Eating beautiful food. It really, why would we want to take away that pleasure? I'm sure we won't want to do that, really, because food is such a wonderful thing. It gives us nourishment, it gives us fuel. It, it, it helps our hormones to sparkle and makes us feel good. When we're eating lovely, healthy food, I mean, some foods will do this and they might make our horm- hormones sparkle a bit, but it's transient and it's actually not doing a good job for us. That's sugar. I've talked about that, haven't I already? So we have to be aware of that kind of sparkling to our senses when it's something that's really a bit of a fake. Food, not a real food, that's helping us along. Sugar as a food is a food in its natural form, but it's just how we have that and how much, really. But getting back to emotional eating. Now, if we if we look at emotional eating, as many people know, emotional eating is more about responding to an emotion and eating in response to the emotion than it is to do with feeling hungry, isn't it? So what happens when we get into a state where, a way of being really, where we've always perhaps eaten or we've become uh, so that we are now eating in response to our emotions, rather than this being to do with hunger. Well, as I already talked about, Mm. our bodies start to override our hunger hormones. So we forget to Mm. be in tune with that or we we lose sight of that and our awareness about that really diminishes. Mm. So this is really a process of bringing back self-awareness about ourselves obviously when we're eating when we're hungry and what's going on for us when we go to eat to stop and think oh why did I just grab for that you could be probably pretty safe assuming that if there's an emotional response to eating it's because We're wanting to enjoy eating, experiencing, eating that food rather than feeling the feeling we didn't want to feel. And I think it's pretty common knowledge that some people or many people who are emotional eaters will eat because they might be depressed, they might not want to feel sad, so they eat. Some people eat when they're stressed. There are others who don't. There are others who can't eat when they're stressed. But it seems like the majority of people tend to eat when they're stressed. Now, this is an interesting one too, because the body doesn't like it. When you eat, when you're stressed, it does not like it at all because the body's trying to manage the stress that's going on in the body, trying to equalise everything, while you're putting food in and saying, "Okay, now you need to digest this food." At the same time, it just really doesn't want it. It's not a good combination, and this is why in the book I talk about um, Dr. Frank Forster, who was really my mentor. My mentor before I realised he was my mentor, and. He said to me, never eat when you're feeling upset, it is the wrong time to eat. So I remembered that and there's a very good reason for it. But let's also go on thinking about emotional eating. Do you think that emotions and eating, and emotional eating, is really to do with the negative emotions? Would you say that that's the case? Um, Well, that's an interesting one too, because when a person gets into a way of being where they have emotional eating going on and they're actually starting to lose connection with what they're feeling, whether they're feeling hungry, whether they're feeling sad even, because they're eating in place of that. It might actually accelerate so that they might be eating for every emotion. I mean, this is obviously not everyone, but it does make sense that that could happen, doesn't it? Because if eating becomes associated with being an emotional response, so to speak, then whatever the emotion is, is food so emotions and eating where does that come from well it might have been something that started in childhood you know if you think about a child and I'm not trying to be a psychologist and analyze you know your emotional development or anything but dissociation is something that does happen a lot when people are living their lives. All of us will have something that goes on that's not pleasant. Or most of us, I would expect, and it's really more to do with, as uh, the the quite well known Gabor Mate would say, it's not the thing that happened to us that has caused the trauma it's our response to it it's how we respond to what's happened and dissociation which means disconnecting from how we're feeling that can happen when it's just too much it's just too painful to actually manage it so for a very young child if they've if there's an experience that happens to them that they've responded to you know, it might even be something with a kid in the, in the school, in the kindergarten yard or something. You know, there's no definite situation for this. It's how the person responds to it. If it's just too much for their little little systems, it's too overwhelming, they, for self-protection, something that can happen quite easily is to dissociate from it, to just disconnect from it. It's a a survival mechanism. And we can do that as adults as well. So if we think about emotional eating and how that kind of pacifies whatever's going on, it's quite a similar thing to that, isn't it? Yeah. So again, not trying to be your psychologist, but we can be our own therapists in a way and take a step back and think, oh, well, why did I just do that? Why did I, why do do I hate the taste of that? Maybe it has something to do with, I don't know, an experience of having that the first time. I really don't know, it's an individual thing. But it's, it's worth stopping to pause and be a bit more aware about, why we might be eating when we feel an emotion. And as I said, commonly it will be a negative emotion, but not always, not always. And perhaps considering that the joy of eating as well. So instead of thinking, well, if I've got emotions and I eat, well, then, um, you know, that's, that's not good. No, no, no. Feeling those emotions and knowing what those emotions are rather than replacing them with food is what we really should be thinking about. Feeling emotional while we're eating because we're enjoying what we're eating. You know, we've gone to a lovely restaurant and the dish is just wonderful and the chef is amazing and... It's just music to all our senses, wonderful. It's wonderful to enjoy food. And it's wonderful to make ourselves something really healthy that we feel like and we enjoy and we put the love into it. We make that for ourselves. Emotionally feeling that is a great thing. On the other hand, the difference is emotional eating is as I said different from eating emotionally and that can be a little bit almost tongue-twisting confusing. (laughs) I have to stop and think as I've said before but emotional eating is really more about squashing the emotions than feeling them and using the food like uh, almost like self-medicating. You know people do that with say smoking or drinking if they might be feeling stressed pick up a cigarette pick up a drink it's it's another form of self-medicating and this is not a judgment this is not to say oh you've been doing it you know this is bad you've been doing this no not at all I think that probably most people to a certain extent would engage in some sort of emotional eating at some point it's just how much we do of that and if it's become a thing where it's taken over and that's the way we operate. It's become our mode of operandus or however they say it in Latin. You know, if that has become our way of being, well, we've kind of dissociated from an important part of us, how we're feeling, that's so important. And the more we feel, the more we allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling and eat for healthy reasons rather than response to our emotions the more self-aware we'll become the more we allow in the more we'll get to know ourselves again you know we've always been there it's just we might have lost touch with a bit of a part of ourselves so on that note again no judgment this is about loving ourselves healing ourselves, looking after ourselves, caring for ourselves, eating healthy food and starting to feel great. Such a good thing to look forward to. It's all about us. That's the best part. So I've enjoyed talking with you again and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Gina's book, Weight Loss with Love, is available on amazon.com.